The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Your radio target is locked, and you have reached Strike Point. Webmaster Radio stretches its microphones across the Atlantic to bring you Strike Point. Our expert and informative hosts will attack the search industry from Europe to the Americas and beyond. And now, WebmasterRadio.fm presents Strike Point. <laughs> Hey, 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 welcome to the show of Strike Point. This one's a live one. The date is the 28th. I'm David Naylor, and my host as normal is Mikkel Deneb. Are you there, Mikkel? Yep, I'm with you, Dave. How wow, are you, Dave? loud and clear, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's unusual. Like, Whoa! Normally I'm like, shh, I can't quite hear Mikkel. Stop typing in the background, people. Um, but this <laughs> time, it's, uh, no, really can hear you good. That's good. So, what have we got? Well, we are going to talk a little bit about... We actually put together a small agenda today. So it's a, a very unusual show. Um, yeah, we are going to talk a little bit about the new... I don't know if it's it's on the way to legislation le- yet or... But they're talking down in EEC or EU about making IP a personal identifiable ID, or at least defining it that way. And that um, has come up in relation to um, Google buying DoubleClick and the issues about, you know, what kind of personal information is being tracked. And now EU is talking about treating IP as a personal identifiable um, number. Uh, And that, of course, is going to change a lot of things in the business if they decide to do that. So I guess we can talk a little bit about that. Um, Then I have a, a little... Rant, if I can get around to it. Um, no, not really a rant. It's, it's a new theory about product development that I hope you guys out there is going to love. It's uh, called the theory of the big tits or the big tits theory. <laughs> I'm sure you're going to like that. Uh, we yeah, have a little bit of... I'm, I'm waiting to hear what this theory is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. It's a good headline to start with. Then That's not a bad start for a theory, I think. Anyway... Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about some tech stuff with uh, H1 tags and image replacements. Uh, I know Dave was posting a little bit about that um, this last week, I think it was. And, uh, yeah, that's about it, except for a few more. we got a few more fun stuff to go as we go. So um, I guess that's about it. I think that's plenty for a 30-minute show. Um, anyway, um, how's your week been? You've been down in South Africa, isn't it true? Yeah, I have. Uh and it, you know what? If I was ever going to, so far, yeah, today, if I was ever going to leave Blighty and go anywhere, it was going to be San Jose, yeah? Um, that is second on the list now. If I'm going to go anywhere, it's Cape Town. It's seriously, um, unbelievably. It's like, it's just such an awesome, awesome place. The people there are just absolutely fantastic. Um, and the weather, <laughs> whoa, honestly, it's beyond belief. Yeah, but then again, um, Dave, coming from UK and Denmark, anything is good. <laughs> this, is, this is kind of true. Um, 
I think the, the big the big difference for me with like the Cape Town thing was that it. Do you know when you go someplace and everybody is just really, really, really friendly and nice and helpful? You know what I mean? It's like you you just felt welcomed all the time. And what scenery? Seriously, I mean, I've I've been to Copenhagen, I've been to Sweden, I've been to a lot of places in America, I've been to most places now. Um, And honestly, there's just nothing like it. Absolutely nothing like it. Yeah, I mean, I, heard, I only heard good things about um, Cape Town as well and South America, uh, South Africa in general. It's just a pity that it's so far away. <laughs> yeah, it, I, seriously, um, the flight over there, we flew actually to Amsterdam, and then from Amsterdam we flew out um, direct, and it was an 11-hour flight from Amsterdam. Oh. You know what I mean? So oh. it was like, wow. Um, I hate that. <laughs> yeah, seriously, um, it was like so so crazy. Um, and this is but, but then again, you know, I, I do it every time I go to San Francisco. That's uh, about ten hours fifty or something. So I mean, it's it's not yeah. that I don't do it; I just don't like it. <laughs> I I hate it. I hate it with a passion. If I, you know, if the, the guys down there weren't such good guys, yeah, I I would have been like, no, I I don't want to do this. Um, but like the Cape Town guys that we were out there seeing. Um, really, really good, and and it's and still this is where the H one tag came from. You know what I mean? It's like and just to like this is where we are on the H one tag at the moment. So what we're talking about is that you, if you take an image, I think Zen Garden was one of the first people to do this. You take an image, and in the style sheet, you basically replace the H one tag. So you have a H one tag that says, I don't know, Dave N a UK SEO. And then you replace that H1 tag with an image within your style sheet. So, therefore, it makes everything look pretty. Now, if you look at davidnaylor.co.uk, you'll notice that my H1 tag says, Dave N, a UK SEO. It emulates my title. The H1 replacement that I'm using is actually on the text that says, nothing beats a good rank, which is kind of a little bit, oh, hang on a minute, is like, oh, can't be a good rank is my slogan at the moment. Um, which is a little bit like, well, am I breaking the rules or not? Um, yeah. Now, Yao was basically said that, um, from his opinion, yeah, that if you OCR'd the website, the H1 replacement should be yeah, the same as the image. Now, I kind of agree with that, apart from the fact that if your image is like something that looks like you've just blown it out of your nose, yeah, and there's no words on it at all, what you put as a H1 tag, you've got to put a slogan in there, something which is the title of your website. So and, this and is let, let me like give you an even better example. Uh, uh, let's say that you put an image up uh, of the um, of the sign that the, the the artist formerly known Prince used to use. Now exactly. I think going back yes. to his, his Prince name in here. But if you put that sign up as a logo, what are you going to put in your H1? <laughs> exactly. You know. Exactly. That in the H1 should be a description of that sign, so that you know a, a, a blind person or, or or the engine, for that sake, could understand what that image is about. Yeah. Now this is where this is where the, the, the whole confusion. Because I know the other big arg- Well, not and I. I'm I'm quite forceful with clients. I do apologise to my clients. Um, and this is where I, I I keep reiterating: you do it for the human, yeah, not for the search engine. 
and don't throw the blind user at me, okay? It's that, that's what gets you banned, okay? So that's the kind of thing that I, that's, that's just my pitch on it. Um, and I looked at it and it's like, sitemaps XML, don't do it. Yeah, it's not worth it. it you're just hiding problems. Um, search engine is a spider, it follows links. If you're telling it that this page exists, it means it didn't find it by itself, you shouldn't do it, okay? And uh, that's my take on that. If you're doing it for a search engine. Now, the H1 tag, yeah, if you're not doing the H1 tag for a human, yeah, with an image replacement, you're doing it for an engine. And one of the guys in the, the meeting threw it back at me and was like, well, Matt Cutts said, <laughs> now, you, now you know yourself, when someone throws that at you, you're pretty much done, <laughs> aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> like, hmm. So now I'm like, for 11 hours, I'm like, well, I don't care what Matt Cutts says. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> this is what I say, and it's like, and then this is the way that it goes. So now 11 hours on a plane, and I keep thinking about this going over and going over, and I'm like, well, Matt Cutts has obviously made some comment on this. I must look into it, because um, there's no way in hell I'm going to go up against Matt and say, unless I'm 99.999% sure that I'm right and he's wrong. I'm not going to openly battle him. Um, and I was pretty sure that I was right. And then I kind of on the plane, I was like, well, hang on a minute. My designers use this H1 replacement all the time. Yeah? Every header that we do on a WordPress blog, we replace it like that. So I'm like, oh, bloody hell. You know what I mean? And then I was like, it's relevancy. Yeah? And this is the gray area. How, how yeah. relevant is relevant? Um, so my jury is still out. I'm hoping that Matt has come back once over on it already. Um, I knew if I waited, someone else would come in and say it for me. Just what Sam and Joe said. Now, Joe said, my line has always been, if you OCR the page, there should be the same text as when you read the source. Okay. Kind of slightly disagree, but um, okay. Because there's a picture of a dog on there. And you OCR it. It's a picture of a dog. It doesn't but, say that. You know, it, that we, we're, we're getting back to the same problem as always. That that for these issues, there is no sharp line. It is a gray line. Uh, that, yes. That's what makes it difficult to judge uh, in, in in cases like this. Because if there was just a very straight and clear line, it would be so easy to judge whether things were right or wrong. But this is just a good example of of how difficult that is in in real yes. life. Definitely. Anyway, I think we need to take a short break for the sponsors and uh, then get back to the to the rest of the show. So, um, yep. please run it, and we'll be back in a second. Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Dude, fishing in Costa Rica is going to be awesome. Amen, bro. Now that Value Click Media had netted Fast Click, we've got one of the largest online advertising networks fishing us for big bucks. You know, while we're out catching snapper. Hey, Steve, you're coming too, right? No, I'm still using BenAsRUs.com. I can't afford to be away. You've got to work with Value Click Media. I've got this great account manager who's easy to work with, and they have access to the best advertisers and earn me high rates. Don't worry. We'll bring back pictures. Yeah, terrific. Visit Value Click Media now and click on Solutions for Publishers for more details. Value Click Media. 
How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998 and formerly known as Joe Bucks, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. What are you reading? Revenue Magazine. It keeps me up to date on everything in performance marketing. Yeah? I get all my information online. <laughs> I don't see a computer next to your boogie board there. Well, I've got a regular magazine here. <laughs> Revenue Magazine is the only hard copy magazine that covers affiliate marketing techniques, search technologies, online fraud prevention, and interactive advertising, branding, and marketing. My magazine's got pictures. Revenue Magazine has everything for online marketers, affiliates, merchants, agencies, and networks. And you can read previous issues, blogs, and more at RevenueToday.com. Uh, mine's got a centerfold. Revenue Magazine, the performance marketing standard. For more information, go to RevenueToday.com. This is Rainmaker. How did you get into this? You didn't just wake up one morning and go, I want to become a club passer. I learned when I was about 13 and learned how to juggle three balls and just thought, this is the greatest thing. He's over here Age 13 and juggling balls. It's, uh, it's everything. I don't know about it. I'm growing up. <laughs> She's killing me here. Rainmaker. Live broadcast Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Raw demand anytime inside the entertainment channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Find the webmasterradio.fm web 2.0 watering hole and have a drink on us. Webmasterradio.fm is now on Facebook, MySpace, and Twitter. Find us now on the webmasterradio.fm homepage. Now, back to Strike Point. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Welcome back to Strike Point. <laughs> I think we got a little mix up there. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. <laughs> We've lost Mikko. But we haven't. <laughs> no, no, I was okay. just a little slow. That's all. <laughs> just a tad. So IP. let me explain about this. Yeah, go on. Let me say IP addresses. Yeah, let's do that. I think we've covered the H1 stuff, haven't we? It's like, this, this, it's, it's a grey area. This is what makes a good SEO over a bad SEO, I guess, where that line's drawn. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's, and that's, uh, what, what, that's what I spend a lot of time uh, dealing with with clients because in, in, I like, I, I, you know, honestly like working with educated clients. I like clients that, that try to understand what we're doing here. Uh, but also it's a challenge because, I mean, it, it must be like being a doctor today. All your patients come and say, oh, I've been through the internet. I'm pretty sure I have this disease or that disease. And they're like, uh, why don't you let me do it? <laughs> but in another way, you know, I kind of like uh, the clients coming, but they do come around with the statements like you you just uh, was hit with, with um, people going to Matt Cox block or people reading up these documents or going to this conference and hearing people speak. And so... Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> It's, well, it's what they don't understand one. is exactly where to draw the line. Yeah. It's, it's, it's once you, uh, and the problem is, is this sort of thing will get you banned um, if you overdo it. 
Um, and it's an easy one to think, hey, you know, it's like I could easily kind of stuff a few keywords in here um, and see where we go from there. So, yeah, it's always a little bit dangerous. But then, you know, anyway, you always get more these, importantly, because um, that was supposed to be a side note, uh, more importantly, the IP addresses in Europe. Yeah. Let's discuss this that. This is big. Because that's going crazy. I don't know if you, yeah. if you all heard about it, and especially if the American listeners know about this, but uh, the EU is uh, is talking about making IP a personal identifiable uh, number, which will mean that you have to treat it like a, a social security number or CPR number, which we call it in Scandinavia, or, or you know, so so suddenly uh, storing and and tracking IPs on users can be a, a, a violation on privacy issues and blah 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 and. It all came up because of the the, the Google uh, uh, purchase of, of um, DoubleClick, uh, but now it looks like they they they're going to to um, to pass some kind of law on this. I'm not sure what it's going to end. What do you think about that? All? I, th- I seriously, it's like at first I was like, oh, that's going to screw Google. Then I was like, oh, bloody hell, it's going to hit the ISPs even harder because um, yep. we track everything by IP. You know what I mean? So that's scary. And then I was like, oh, I started looking through things like, well, hang on a minute. If someone writes on my blog, I've got their IP address. Um, we use built-in house tracking systems for PPC and organic, which, you guessed it, runs via IP address. I'm like, they're right, though. You know what I mean? What they're saying is like, my home computer's IP address, yeah, if... You can identify me as that IP address. You can really pick up a lot of information of what makes me tick, um, what I find humorous. Uh, you know, what I mean? just loads and loads of stuff. And it's, you know, what I mean, if I had a medical problem, you know, what I mean, or if I was searching for loans and mortgages and stuff like this, it remembers you think, homie, this guy's in financial danger. What business does he run? We can get in there now. We can buy this. But you know, what I mean, it's. When you start thinking about it, it's like, yeah, there's a lot on the IP address. Um, but the question is, of that, course, whether or not you can actually tie it into a person. That, that's what, what I find uh, important, because uh, if you look at it from an ISP level, yeah, the ISP can identify the IP with a person. But if you look at me as a, as a, a, a website owner or Google as, as a service provider, they cannot uh, make that connection between the IP and, and the person in most cases. Yeah, I mean, I mean you, the, need, the thing you need ISP to give you that information. Yeah. I, but pe- the ISPs do sell that data? No, I think they have they have an obligation, at least I know in Denmark, they have an obligation. So let's say that, for instance, I know that's the case here, if, if there's a, some someone posted something criminal on my blog and, and I have the, the IP stored in, in the back end of my system, and the police comes to me and say, we want to know who posted this uh, illegal stuff. Um, I can give them the IP, and then they can go to a judge and get a, I think it's a subpoena or something, and go to the ISP and claim to get, the, uh, and, and, and request the name of the, 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 the client that, that used this IP at that specific time. Uh, but I cannot yeah. do that. I cannot go to, this, to the uh, ISP and ask for that name. I could, but I wouldn't get any <laughs> any response. Yeah. Well, it depends. I suppose it's... Um, I've, I've, I've gone to other ISPs and said, look, I'm getting aggravation or 
uh, an issue with this IP address, um, and I've had them turn down just give me the telephone number. And I do that. I don't actually want his telephone. I just want you to stop him from doing it. Well, um, I, don't, I actually think that in Den I'm pretty sure that in Denmark, but the laws, of course, can be a little bit different on that uh, around Europe, yeah. uh, especially around the world. But I think in Denmark, if, if um, an ISP gave me your telephone number, your personal address, uh, based on uh, me giving them uh, your IP, uh, I think uh, that would be illegal. And I, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't do that. Um, yeah, I, I think it would be illegal because that is a personal uh, number uh, or, or identifiable information. If if they give me your phone number, your real name or address or whatever it is, um, but it's just a whole idea of 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 making IP a a, a personal identifiable uh, piece of information because. I mean, it is truly going to make everything a lot more difficult. I mean, all tracking systems, uh, uh, a lot of security systems, uh, a, a lot of stuff is based on being able to store and respond based on ISPs. And and if everybody suddenly has to treat the, the storage of IPs in a highly secure manner, so that let's say all your all your all your logging databases suddenly have to be encrypted. And and, yep. and you have to deal with all that encryption on a log uh, file base, you know, and, well, I mean, and that you're responsible is, for for how you store this information. Yeah. Well, I mean, the other thing is as well is that can you imagine, yeah, uh, the the problems it would cause Google as a search engine um, oh, yeah. if they ev every five minutes, yeah, um, my router was issued a new IP address from a global IP pool. Hmm? I mean that's that's that, that's the only way to really secure your IP address is the you know what I mean is that every as soon as your your IP connects to your router connects to the ISP's router that router starts issuing new IP addresses that you just yeah. keep republishing over and over and over again um, yeah. and I know that AOL's proxies in the UK cause me loads of tracking issues yeah, yeah. You know what I mean <laughs> that, I was just about to say that. That's how yeah. AOL used to work. Yeah, I mean, and you look at it, and I look at we, we like I say, we do the PPC tracking for our clients um, in house, and we've, I mean, we built pretty sophisticated tools. And you look at all of a sudden, you go, this keyword, we're getting hit on click fraud, and you look and you go, oh, well, no, it's not. It's just that uh, we've had like twenty thousand clicks from a batch of four IP addresses, but the AOL IP addresses. You know what I mean? So it's one of the AOL proxies that is hitting us. Yeah. So you never actually see the real IP address. You just see all of this traffic from one IP address that we actually started banning and realized that actually we're banning AOL. We better like pull back on this a little bit. But yeah, it's major, major problems. Um, I don't think it's been thought through very well. But from a privacy point of view, I was sat in a bar with Shoe Money and... Dave Delnave and Sean Hogan and a few other guys, and we actually had the AOL data, um, and we could work out via their their IP addresses what the hell who was who, quite quickly. Yeah. So you know, what I mean, it's it is dangerous. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, I understand that the discussion has come up, and I think that's fair enough. But but uh, the implications of of 
making IP a, a, a piece of information that we have to store and manage in a highly secure way uh, is going is to just make such a dramatic change to everything we do. Oh, for sure, yeah. I mean, but to me, I, I keep looking at it and I, I keep thinking, well, you know what? It's, it's like this could change the whole interface of the web completely. Because you, you know the, the one search engine that doesn't rely on IP address? My, uh, yeah, MSN is, isn't doing it right. Is no, they, 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 they rely on um, MSN Messenger and Passport. Yeah, exactly, exactly. How awesome is that? <laughs> you know what I mean? If, it, it, is pretty, it is it. pretty in- interesting because they're always being the ones that, that people complain about with the privacy issues. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it might be the only one that actually gets through this law. Can you imagine if you turned on your computer one day and you went google.co.uk and it came up and was like, sorry, this has been blocked for privacy issues. Are you sure you want to continue? You know, and every time you search anything, it came up with a warning. Yeah. <laughs> Apart from obviously Microsoft, which unbelievable, isn't it? When you think about it, that would be f- yeah, that would be funny. <laughs> anyway, I think we need to take uh, one more break uh, for the sponsors, and then we'll be back with the last uh, few minutes of the show. It's a thirty-minute show, so uh, time runs fast. But uh, stay with us, and we'll be back in a few minutes. <laughs> Sit tight and don't move. Strike point. We'll be back after this short break. Only on webmasterradio.fm. <laughs> Faster than a speeding bullet, it's the super way to pay. It's Fast Transact. Fast Transact is the safe, secure, and fast way to process credit cards, online checks, and gift cards. Find multiple payment gateway and merchant account options to keep your costs down and sales up, up, and away. You can build your business empire in a single bound while Fast Transact fights the never-ending battle to keep payment processing safe and secure. Your quest for an e-commerce solution has found its final destination. Fly over to FastTransact.com today. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. Um, hello, uh, welcome to our website. Website traffic isn't about paying for clicks. Okay, so I guess we're going to wait until everyone shows up and then we'll... Uh, um... It's about having the right content. So while you're searching for more traffic, the folks at InfoSearch Media are creating the content people are searching for. With InfoSearch Media, you can get more traffic for less money than PPC. So the next time you need to speak to your customers... Welcome to our website. They're already searching for you. InfoSearch Media. Get content that really clicks. SEO 101 is now in session. The one day that I was at PubCon, I was running from session to session, and I had about 20 minutes for lunch, and I got argued with by some big buff security guard who was there to make sure you only took one frickin' box lunch. Some people got little star stickers on their badges, which I later found out meant nothing. I said, I have a purple star. I'm allowed to take two lunches if I want. Because, hey, lady, I just don't want to lose my job. Keep it up, you will. (laughs) 
New episodes Mondays and Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. And check out their live broadcast Thursdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. The whoring of Facebook for promotional purposes continues with the WebmasterRadio.fm Facebook fan page. Join our fans by clicking the Facebook logo on the WebmasterRadio.fm homepage and keep up to date with all the latest. Become a fan on Facebook. Now, back to Strike Point. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's your host... Welcome back to Strike Point and the last couple of minutes of the show today. It's a live show for once. It's not always we managed to do that, but um, we did it this Monday and we're probably going to do it next Monday too, I think. Anyway, we only have a few minutes left, so I'm going to just quickly run through this uh, theory that I announced in the beginning of the show, the big tits theory that I came up with the other day. And I have to take you back just a couple of days because last Friday... I released an article uh, that I, I, I have a, a weekly column for one of the big um, IT magazines in Denmark, and I wrote this column last week. Uh, the headline was something like Linux sucks or something. And, you know, I wanted something that grabbed a little bit of attention in the in the geek community, and it did, of course. <laughs> well, basically, the, the, the whole article, I, I was using Linux as a good example of, of my point in this article, and um, the basic idea in the article is that I think that a lot of product development, especially in, in, in our field with, uh, with IT and internet development, uh, the people who develop things just have a different view uh, of when things are good enough, when it's user-friendly enough, when it's usable enough, um, compared to the way that users look at things. And, and uh, I mean, I was just using Linux as an example of, you know, I, I don't doubt that Linux is a great uh, operating system, but what a lot of Linux people forget is that to an average Joe, it's still very geeky to, to deal with. It's still very difficult. And, and they, can, they can come around with all the good claims about how easy it could be and how easy it, it sometimes is, but the re- in reality, for most people, it's a lot more difficult to, to, to deal with it. Um, anyway, of course, that, that created a lot of stir and, and, and a lot of discussions, as, as, as you usually do when you criticize uh, the Linux community. Um, but anyway, then, then, then I came to think about... Um, my time in the music business, and uh, that's where the, the big tits uh, theory origin. Um, when I used to uh, work in the music business uh, for, for like 15 years and promoted different bands and recorded and stuff, and um, one thing you realize being in the music business is that, of course, you can make great art and you can sell it. You know, there's a lot of examples of, of, of great pieces of music that sell, but um, if, you, if you can choose between a, a great pop act with big tits and a great pop act with a big voice and no tits, you know, it's more likely that the big tits are going to sell. You know, big tits sell. Um, and and it's, it's kind of unfortunate because, you know, I'm a, I'm a geek when it comes to music. I love the, the quality of music. But the, the fact is that, that most people don't listen to music the way that I listen to music. They, you know, they don't listen to the raw quality of, of, of music or the details of the com- of, of the music uh, or the details of how you know different voices are made or whatever. It, it's a it's a total uh, um, uh, experience that they're looking for, and and part of that experience uh, is the big tits. And and <laughs> and so when you look at at, um, at product development, especially uh, IT development, a lot of times that the, the people who develop stuff forget to think about that you need big tits. You need 
stuff that the average Joe likes about it. It's not enough that you can argue all you want about how the quality of your product is, and you know, there's a lot of. Let's let you can take a lot of examples like like MP3. MP3 is is by no by all definitions a a a a much worse format than than CD or even you know uh, uh, DVD audios. But we all love MP3s, not because it's technically better, but it, but, it, but because it can have big tits. It's 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 cool. It's nice. It's easy to use. There's so many advantages of MP3. Uh, the only major advantage is that the quality of the sound is not very good. But we don't care because the whole picture of it is is good for us. And you can take a lot more products like that. Paul Potts. I mean, Paul Potts won this show in the UK because he had big tits. You know, he's not the greatest opera singer in the world, but he sells a lot more records than, than most other opera singers that, from a technical point of view, sings much better opera. But Paul Potts have big tits. And, and you know, that's what's mine, you know, my whole idea. Of course, people people don't like it too much when they claim, you know, that Windows have big tits and Linux don't, you know. <laughs> and I made this little <laughs> nice picture with a big tits Windows girl and then this uh, old fat... <laughs> Linux lady. You know, I I thought you either had to have big tits or big balls. <laughs> so I thought that was my theory behind it. I mean, if you like, you could have the worst record in the world, yeah. But if you had big balls and did something totally outrageous in the video, it would sell. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, look I mean, how many records went to number one just because their video got banned. Yeah, but you know, you can of course use different analogies. I'm probably more a tits guy. You're more ball guy. I don't know. <laughs> My preferences <laughs> are probably more to the tits. I guess that's why I came up with this analogy. But um, yeah, you know, no, I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to right. I've thought about this again, and you're right. It's nothing to do with balls. It's all to do with the tits. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't want to be known as the guy with the big balls. I'm pretty now. open. And uh, <laughs> if there's anything you want to talk about, just let me know. <laughs> I think on oh just one thing I I know I don't know who blogged about it today I will find out and I will, I will give them the the hat tip for it um you remember the feeling lucky search in Google when you used to do the French um war victories and they used to come with the screenshot of like there is no French war victories blah blah, blah. I noticed one today that if you do um find Chuck Norris and do a I feel lucky search on Google. It's funny. <laughs> I'm just gonna. That's yeah. Go and do that search. It's good. <laughs> okay, we'll see you next week. Yep. Have a good week. <laughs>